this week's episode of Now This Is Podcasting is brought to you by Red Rockets. Fellas, if you're having a hard time getting hard, or if your hog is looking like a pig in a blanket, call Red Rocket today to schedule a one-on-one meeting with one of their certified online accredited health folks for an in-depth 30-second visit. There's no shame. Millions of men have been desensitized by porn to the point where nothing can make them erect. Until now. So, give us a call. And hey, she'll like it too. And by like it, I mean you're going to lay more pipe than a steam fitter. She'll orgasm. Use promo code SADMAN and become a member on their website for 30% off your first order to get 30% added to your member. Penis. Not valid in all states, not approved by the FDA, no returns. These are not medical professionals. The female orgasm is a myth. Now, this is podcast. You're going to hear us jerk off the movie, as I said. You think this is funny? Yeah. Is this funny? Just <laughs> <laughs> think about, time. like, Ash's mom. Like, how shitty of a parent she is. Like, your kid dies so much, almost. And you just like, well, yeah, keep having adventures, honey. It's like, oh, you're 10 now. I guess you're old enough to have this backpack and go talk to Doc Professor Oak and get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> Was that the scene with the with the little girls and the little girls? Why couldn't Superman spot that bomb? It was fucking covered in lead, bro. There you go. Now this is podcasting. I saw his asshole fly through his mouth. Hell yeah, man. Now this is podcasting. Alright, well, welcome back, everyone, to Now This This Is Podcasting. Well, welcome back to everyone except for Joe, you fat piece of shit. (laughs) Ooh, that's a sick burn. (laughs) What did I do? (laughs) It's more like, what didn't you do, Joe? So anyway, as I said, welcome back. It's good to have all of you guys here. Uh, We are finally back, uh, as we said last time in our last episode on Terror on the Prairie. If you haven't seen that, go check it out on... The things, the the social medias and the and the things. Go to your um, um, VHS local blockbuster. Go to your local blockbuster. Today we're going to be talking about the newest movie in the Predator franchise, Prey, uh, which is uh, directed by Dan Trachtenberg, written by Patrick Azon uh, and Dan Trachtenberg. It stars Amber Midfunder as Naru, Dakota Beavers as Tabe, and Dane DeLiegro as the Predator. The official synopsis per IMDb is the origin story of the Predator in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Naru, a skilled warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved Predators to land on Earth. Prey is streaming on Hulu in the United States, Disney Plus internationally, and Star Plus in Latin America. All right, so back by popular demand. Um, Guys, I have a question. Uh, Can we kick it? Yes, we can. Oh, man, that's what I'd like to hear. All right, Sean, I want to kick it over to you. Hell yeah. So this movie, I am so proud of it. It, it was like a straight to like Hulu movie, and I think it was like Disney Plus and other regions. But the crux of this series, and I don't know how, you know, you went in the introduction and stuff like that. But the crux of this series started as a joke. Where like they after fucking Rocky Four, they was like the only thing Rocky can fight now since he just fought communism and steroids was an alien, and that's how Predator was thought up. So you know it went from like a super cheesy shit like that to now it was like telling like a a beautiful Native American woman overcoming her fears and doubts. It was so sweet. It's like look how it went from. It went the opposite way of Rocky. It went <laughs> it went closer to like more reality. 
So I'm very proud of it. The craziest part of that description that you just gave is that Arnold Schwarzenegger was not in Rocky. So like, what can Rocky do next? It's like we're going to cast Arnold as Rocky to fight him. It's almost like, dude. I like that they cross paths. They're yeah. like, at one point, they just pass each other. Hey, like, hey, I'm going to. They're like, one day we're going to make the Expendables. After Expendables, yeah. like, one, they, they, they switch bodies and they go back in time. <laughs> oh, they do a face off? I fucking love it. <laughs> I like to think Sylvester Stallone was like, yo, that's even too wild of a concept for me. I'm going to go do Rambo 17. And fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, I, I, I can't do a real good Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, but I can do it. Come on, it's your best role. He got the chance to bring a big star. If I could kill Oscar, the Predator, yeah. and you could kill the Predator, <laughs> we could all kill the Predator. <laughs> oh, man. I do love the Rockies, too. They are fucking fantastic. I would love to see him getting there with boxing gloves and somehow try to beat the Predator. <laughs> and we'd all be like, Rocky, Rocky, and his fucking stupid, shitty-ass kid would be there. <laughs> but, love, leave the kid out of it. <laughs> no, fuck there. that kid. But no, I, I, was so, I was like, oh, yeah. But this was actually really good. As someone who's seen, you know, Aliens vs. Predator 1 and 2, who's seen the reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street and the reboot of Friday the 13th, I was, uh, I, you know, I didn't know how it was going to go, but they did really fucking good. So I'm really proud of them. Mike, can you kick it? Yes, I can. Uh, first of all, it, it wasn't really a Predator movie uh, or a story about Predator. It was uh, it was mainly a story about Naru and, and uh, uh, her journey, which is, I think, the way you do this the right way. Um, because you make, obviously, we know what Predator is, so you're getting him in the movie, like, He's going to be a badass killing people. But um, when you take that and you focus it around a really like just not even a complex story, but just a good story, which it was a very good story. I think that helps uh, just make the Predator, um, you know, more realistic and badass when he's like killing motherfuckers and shit. So I really like that aspect of it, that it wasn't just uh, like, yeah, you know, just a Predator. You know what I mean? Like. It was mainly her story. <laughs> no, that description is fine. What's that, going on? That description is fine. Mike, I do have to ask, is the cricket What's still up? in the shed? Is the cricket, <laughs> yeah. is the cricket is. still in the I hear shed him. the entire time? You're Did talking you hear all him? I hear is the cricket. Oh, it's that not so just let it enough that it's noticeable. We have that's to add it to the credits. Great. That's one other person we have to get well, no, that's, to that's, use. That's a paycheck, dude. This episode is going to be featuring cricket. <laughs> He be vibing though. I love that guy. No, dude, you gotta name him. him. What'd you name He's him? Asshole. Name it's better him. than yeah. Reggie. I haven't named him anything. I'd probably name him Curry. <laughs> Curry. Curry. Curry the cricket. Did you hear it? If you listen close enough, I do. You'll hear that. I hear it. Fucking see him out here breaking the glass. Dude, like, I should have that shit. Like, dude, I'm sitting here trying to deliver this shit, and I just got Shem over here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Fuck it. <laughs> we're professionals, guys. We're uh, we're we're good. But um, so yeah, uh, um. Now I hear it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I liked. Uh, like I said, it was it was mainly a story about her uh, more than the predator. And uh, the other thing I really thought that it did well was it really made like it wasn't stupid with its callbacks. Like it wasn't cheesy and dumb with a, like the uh, the if it bleeds we can kill it. I felt like that was a very well placed yeah. line. I didn't feel like it was like mm -hmm. one of those throwaway Easter eggs that we're gonna just do to do. 
Um, the 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 crawling in the mud was very subtle, but that's a hint back to the other one. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, I thought overall this was probably. Yeah, I mean, this was a really, really solid uh, uh, movie in the series. Uh, I liked it better than Alien and Vs. Predator, all of those movies. And uh, wow. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I liked it better than Predators and Predator 2. But um, yeah, it was uh, just really, really solid movie that I was really uh, impressed with because uh, most of these reboots that come out now are just trash and they're just done that way. But uh, this was very, very good and uh, I was very impressed with it. Uh, nice change of pace, but uh, yeah. So I was wondering if we could uh, kick it. Yes, we can. All right. Well, thank you to Mike and the Cricket for uh... <laughs> his, his name is Jimmy. No, you guys, Jimmy. You and no, Jimmy. No, man, no, it was Curry. Him. Calm down. I really liked. Oh no, it's Curry. Mike and I talked about this the other day because the Cricket was in the shed, and I was like, "Do you think the Cricket's going to be there when we record?" And He's like, I maybe, and I was like, I hope it is. And uh, I was like, because if he is, we'll do, like, featuring the cricket. <laughs> and the cricket's still there. <laughs> like, we talked about this just a few days ago. Dude, I, t- um, I, t- I discussed him, too. Like, I talked to him. I was like, bro, you need to keep it down because, like, I'm going to be recording. And he was like, yeah, dude, I'll try. But, like, fuck you and your plans. So, yeah, no, I mean, I, I enjoyed this movie. I had seen Predator, uh, like, once when I was a kid, probably on TV, right? So I... Remembered bits and pieces of it, but nothing. I remembered like the stick around and like, come on, get to the chopper. You know, like I remembered that. Um, come on, I, do it now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. I kind of remember that. Um, and just because Arnold is so funny, Conan O'Brien made Arnold Schwarzenegger funny when I was a child with the the guy doing the Arnold impersonation. So like anything that had Arnold, he was like Nick Cage when we were kids. You know, it was like, oh, Arnold's funny to laugh at in movies. Like he should have made a meta movie at some point. Um, but I really like this. This movie made me want to watch the other Predator movies. Um, and I think part of that is because it is so grounded and it's actually like a good story. Um, you know, so you do follow uh, Amber Midthunder, uh, who plays Nara, uh, throughout the movie. And her story was good. I thought they had a lot of really good parallels between her and the Predator. Uh, you know, both of them are embarking on like their big hunt. Um, so you see lots of similarities, uh, and I guess mostly in that sense, and then a lot of differences uh, in their hunting styles. Like I thought it was a good movie. I did think Act Two dragged a little bit um, because it was like, okay, like I kind of get it. You know, she's going to, she's resourceful, she's smart. Like I understood all these things, um, but I felt like I don't know. It was I think more with like the parallels, like really trying to like show how similar and how different they are, and how um, you know. Naru is going to be able to beat the Predator. Um, but Acts 1 and 3 were were great. Acts 2 could have maybe been like 15 minutes shorter. It's not even like it was anything bad. It was just like it could have been a little bit shorter. Um, and I would have been okay with it. I, um, but I, really, I mean, I think that's really all that I have for this is that it was really good. And it shocked me how good it was. Again, it, I watched Predator because of that. I started watching Predator 2. And then I read the Wikipedia What was your favorite scene? For like, <laughs> Don't worry about that. We will talk about our favorite scenes no, in this our movie. new hit segment called I Seen That later later, later today. So shut the fuck up, Joe. It was the cricket. Don't worry about it. It was the cricket. My favorite scene Yay. was the cricket. That's how you cut. That's how you go to promo, Joe. <laughs> um, promo. Yeah. But no, I will. we actually will be discussing our favorite scene. <laughs> but seriously, guys. 
<laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, we actually will be doing that, so I'm not going to talk about it now because uh, Sorry. I don't be <clears throat> too redundant. No, that's okay, Joe. I forgive you. So now that we're done kicking it around, I think it's time for us to move on in the show. So now, since it is a movie, let's discuss the themes. Themes. <laughs> that's good imaging also. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, so, Mike and Cricket, what were some of the themes that you noticed in this movie? Shut the fuck up. I'll tell him. Is he being quiet? I can't hear him with my headphones on. Um, uh, some of the themes, the, the big theme that I, I wanted to touch on was uh, uh, man versus nature. In this case, whoa, man versus nature. <laughs> See what you did there. No, we're not applauding you on the back. Stop what? Disney. Stop it. What? No, okay. That's fine. I got more. I got more. That's right. Uh, no, but, we are um, applauding him. <laughs> no, but uh, Man vs. Nature was a big one in this. I mean, obviously, like, uh, 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 as um, Comanche warriors and stuff, they were hunting a lot. So they always had to overcome that stuff. But um, the Shembri touched on it earlier, the similarities between Predator and Naru in terms of uh, their big hunt. Like, uh... Predator gradually, um, you know, ups his ante. Like, at first he kills, you know, the snake, and then the wolf, and then the bear, and then he starts hunting humans. Um, Naru starts hunting, like, you know, she's trying to get the deer. She's, you know, she, she's trying to get rabbits and stuff, and then she's, you know, she ties the tomahawk together, and she, you know, gets the rabbits and all that. So there's always uh, th- there's a little bit of a difference in their hunts because uh, Predator is, um, you know, he's more about like, uh, you know, just kind of he wants that fight. She's hunting to survive, and he's hunting for game. So that's like a huge difference, I think, in in the big uh, overall thing. Um, and I think they also have a line in there about that too. Uh, the mother says something. Um, uh, oh, not all wild animals are tameable, or something like that. Or no, not all no, no, it smart was, animals are tameable. There was, it was that that was one of them. But uh, let me look. Well, fuck. Oh, he knows you, son. See, you thought you knew what he was talking about. Nah, I did because nah. we we talked about that line when I was home. In no, there's one. Re- the mother says there is only one reason to hunt to survive. She says that as a line uh... at one point in the movie. So, um. Mm. Uh, the that's predator doesn't. Well, but they don't. They no. That's that's the uh, the the Comanche way. Uh, uh, uh. So okay, I guess you say <laughs> otherwise you die. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, the only sense. reason they go and kill animals is is to uh, survive. But um, yeah. Uh, the the similarities between their hunts and the also the contrast between their hunts, um, uh, overcoming the the colonists also was like kind of man versus nature because like they were they they touch on the colonists killing buffaloes and whatnot and um the bear Mm -hmm. like trying to kill the predator also hunting for sport and yes profit yes exactly and and there's a similarity between predator and uh the 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 fur trappers also using the flowers to slow blood and uh become invisible from the predator is also using nature in a way to overcome uh you know her adversities and stuff so uh that's true there's a lot of that in this movie um which i thought was really done and there's there's so many themes that are hit on that uh i will leave to my other uh 
um, um, how would you, how would you say, uh, um, um, that's the best Jeff Goldblum impression you will ever fucking get from me. So, come on, do it. Do the Jeff Goldblum impersonation. Um, I, mm, I, uh, mm. that's all it, it's just a stutter. That's all it is. Uh, uh, Well, you see, life, mm, mm, it might, uh, find a way. It always feels like he's touching something high. It's like, ah, <laughs> ooh, ah. <laughs> that's so true. Uh. Um, ah. so, oh. so, Mike, are you passing it over to Sean? Yeah. Yes. Who uh, whoever wants to take right. this hit like of themes, man. Yeah, let's let's hit this theme. Out of his out of his hand, I got it. It's mine now. This is my mic now. Uh, no, my theme, the first, I guess my first theme I would go with, because it, it was like Mike said, a bunch of themes. Mine is also, it's going to be re- regarded that breaking gender stereotypes, you know? Ah, like, they mine. put her in a, they put in a, ah, ha, ha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they put Just on the wrong. fly, baby. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But they thought of her as, she's like, hey, you know what? You probably shouldn't be a hunter. I know you want to be, but. This ain't it. And for her, she struggled in this movie at times. Like, we saw the bear almost fucking kill her if it didn't chase the dog and then run into predators. She'd been fucked. We saw her, like, fail against the lion. Even though, like, you know, she was like... And, like, when she was trying to tell people that she saw predator, they weren't even believing her because they thought that she was just trying to make up excuses and reasons for why she wasn't doing good. Even though she saw it, they were just like, ah, you fucking up. So maybe if she was like, if she was like in like a a place where they already like accepted her more, maybe they would have believed her more with the predator being out there. She'd been like, "Yo, something ain't right," but because she was trying to step out of that like you know that normal gender role that they had put her in at that point, and she was like actually failing with it at that point too. They were like, "Hey, she's making excuses. She ain't right." So I like that they had that dynamic in there, and like, it was just like such a like. The opposition to like where like Arnold Schwarzenegger's character was, where he was like this badass strong man with muscles. Yeah, like well, like you know, like she was like proven to herself also and to her people that like what she was like. Yeah, beat at the end, beating the fucking predator and bringing him back because they all thought she was dead. Yeah. So her like coming back with like, hey, I fucking did this shit. Ain't no little girl power. <laughs> and like you know when that little nod when she looked at the little girl at the end showing that she could be like you know like, I'm, like we could be fucking warriors if we wanted to yeah yeah so yeah yeah oh yeah yeah i didn't even notice yeah, that that's so yeah point. so yeah that's cool so yeah there you go girl power's in there see disney you can have women in things and make them action people and not be mary sue's like ray who i'll save it for later i'll save that for later but uh, that was one of the things I did pick up was her trying to step out of that gender role and proving to herself and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> now, like I, I, I said, it, yeah, like um, I'm sorry, but uh, like it, it just like the, what makes her a strong female protagonist is just that she's a strong protagonist, you know. Right. Like, it's it's just you know it, it's a it's a very well written movie and it wasn't like it's not like a woke thing like oh because yeah. she is a woman she's. And we're trying to like sell this movie. We don't have to like uh, almost like day of. I c- I keep coming back to the word, but like it's yeah, it's patronizing a lot of the things they put out there, and this wasn't yeah. that. Like yeah. this was very you know like they didn't make her a Mary Sue, which is yeah. most important. 
She they had trials. Not. She had struggles, yep. which were very like, you know, very clearly defined. I felt, mm-hmm. and like I don't know. She's uh, again relatable. I think to anybody, like you, anyone can watch this movie and be like, oh damn, like I in some way, um, like relate to this character. In this case, you know, they're talking about feminism, or and that's what Sean was talking about, like feminism yeah. and um, you know the idea of like breaking out of gender roles and. Uh, and stuff like that, which I think is like a very positive message. I really like that scene at the end where she throws up, like walks up, throws the fucking alien's head, and then the little girl's like, "Oh shit!" Like I could fucking murder aliens too, and it's like, "Hell yeah, you can! Hell yeah, you can!" But it's kind of like that Wonder Woman scene from the Zack Snyder's Justice League, where the little girl's like very hype after yeah. seeing her like murder multiple people. Yeah, it was yeah. like, "Fuck, it's blood on that wall. I can do that." Yeah, not as psycho. It's actually normal. Enjoy therapy. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, was like, here's this really, traumatic really monster that's, you know, killed your people. It's like, here, that's like normal. Congratulations. This makes sense. Yeah. Not, hey, look at me obliterate a dozen guys into mini pieces. <laughs> here's a napkin. Clean yourself up, kid. <laughs> yeah, dripping off the face. But yeah, no, I agree with you, Sean. I thought that was like a very prevalent theme in the movie, and I thought they did it really well. Out of the movies that Disney has done with like female led stories and um you know with uh obviously as i said female-led stories i think this is the best one for sure like i the ones that come to mind are the skywalker or not the skywalker the ray trilogy uh in star wars this um uh black widow and then also captain marvel and this is definitely the best one so yeah. far, and I'm a guy. I have to. Like, I'm, <laughs> Full a, I'm a brown you are? man. Yeah, I'm Shit. a brown man. But I really liked this. I, I thought that this was a well-written movie. Um, but since Sean stole my theme, I will say that I think. Bro, Mike said like eight things. <laughs> I had to pick something. <laughs> I was covering. I was trying to get the one that he didn't have, or the one that he did have. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then Sean hit it right off the bat. I know. I'm so upset. I was like, that's fine though. <laughs> It's fine. I would say, and I'm so glad that you mentioned that line uh, that the mom says, uh, you know, about hunting to, uh, to survive, because that's not something that I had picked up on in the movie in the two times that I had watched it. Um, yeah, it's a little throwaway line almost. Yeah, which is important, though. So I think, I don't know how to, like, describe it, but I think the theme that I would use is, like, um, maybe, like, resourcefulness or not even that but it kind of ties into it i mean like the pen is mightier than the sword almost you know like i don't know how i want to describe the the theme necessarily but like ray not ray jesus christ naru thanks for making yeah, me get ray star wars, star wars. <laughs> yeah ray star wars no but like naru is not a the, like the predator is clearly there trying to like as you said square up with everything he hunts with like just brute force for fun. He enjoys every second of getting trapped in bear traps by the French people and then breaking out of the bear traps. He's the predator is quite sexual like Goku. That was Yo. one of the notes that I took. That predator is quite sexual. That predator <laughs> gets off on fighting. That's all that predator wants to do. Snakes, dogs, <laughs> bears, lions, humans. Does not matter. He is, white people uh, hinker. No, that was like his favorite white, part. Everybody was catching hands in that movie. Yeah, and I like but then Ray, or not Ray, I did it again, but Naru. Ray Star Wars. Yeah, she, she survives at the end by, like, hunting, like, properly. Or, like, hunting the way that makes the most sense. Like, not trying to, like, kill this person out of revenge or whatever. Like, she's literally trying to survive. Because, like, the, the idea to hunt to survive means, like, oh, we need food because, like, we're starving. Or, oh, I'm getting attacked by a fucking lion. Like, it's okay to kill this animal because I don't want to die. Um, 
so she did that like her killing the uh, the predator there at the end i think it's like a multi like it means a, a few different things like she was sur- trying to survive and not die she was trying to protect her people um she also was getting a little bit of revenge but like i think that's i think that's it like the pen is mightier than the sword is going to be my how i define the theme and that's it all right mic drop don't drop that mic yeah so in today's episode we decided to bring a new fun segment for all of you we've got arnold schwarzenegger Uh, on set ladies and gentlemen okay chill the fuck out dude i'm gonna introduce you (laughs) we'll get to that that. he's in a cocaine rage stop stop arnold is a fan of he's been removed from the building thank you damn it Um, we had it i was really hoping he would stick around uh, <laughs> oh! <but laughs> Mike and I, after watching Prey, both uh, started to like watch the Predator movies. So, since there are five movies in the Predator franchise, and uh, between the two of us, we've seen four of them, we decided to. Uh, oh, what was little... the one y'all didn't see? What was that? What's the one y'all didn't watch? The the Predator. Okay. This is a new segment called I Seen It. I Seen It. So, in I Seen That, I Mike and I are going to talk about our favorite scenes in this franchise. We have five scenes, and we're going to count them down from number five all the way to number one. So, Mike, I want to have you start this off with the number five favorite scene in the Predator franchise. Um, at number five, I got... Uh, um... Walton Goggins getting his spine ripped out from Predators. It's uh, about an hour 14, 22 into the movie. It's a little bit of an Easter egg throwback to Predator 1. It's uh, it's actually become kind of an iconic thing for Predator. He rips the spine out and then just, you know, shows the, you know, the brutality and the strength of him. But in this scene, uh, it's uh, Walton Goggins' character is celebrating after uh, the death of the Predator, quote-unquote. They just escaped a little hole, and, like, the fire blew up, and he's like, Take that, motherfucker! You ain't shit, you stupid alien! And then all of a sudden, like, <laughs> boom! He gets hit in the sh- back with a shoulder shot from the cannon, and then the Predator's like, Yeah, I'm the tough motherfucker. So then Adrian Brody's like, Well, I'm a tough motherfucker, too. I'm gonna stand up to this guy. And he stands up to him with no weapons, and is just like... And then, like, the three little things. Yeah. I know, dude. Like, it's like, dude, you're a buck 20, bro. Like, you're shredded, but, like, dude, you're you're fucking skin and bones, dude. Chill out. But, like, then the three, uh, the the three things, like, focus on his head. And then his little shoulder cannon starts, like, yeah. Like, it's loading up. I didn't even know it had to load up. I thought it was just infinite ammo. But apparently Predators haven't perfected that cheat code. Uh, but then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Walton Goggins jumps on him, stabs him in the shoulder, and he's like, fucking run, I'll save you! And then they all run, so Predator throws him as they're, you know, cut to them running away. Um, uh, Predator throws him on the ground, and he's, like, laughing. He's like, ah, ha, ha, fucking do it. Come on, come on, do it. He says that. So, I, that, yeah. Not as good as that. <laughs> but, like, as he's laughing, Predator just... And then he just rips it out. And, like, he just lets out this primal yell. And it's... I think it's aesthetically the most pleasing uh, uh, spine rip that I've seen through the series. But it is a callback to Predator 1 when Billy gets killed. 
But yeah, I mean, Mike's like I've ripped a lot of spines out of people. I have, dude. Like any as as a huge Mortal Kombat fan, that was by far the most aesthetically pleasing way to see it. Plus, like Walton Goggins' character was like no, (laughs) no. But like Walton Goggins' character was also a rapist and a murderer, so like it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Like who doesn't like seeing those kind of people get killed? So, like it was a it was a good use of the death, I'll say. So that was my number five. What you got? Right, right. So number four on our list is the uh, Big Mac minigun scene from Predator 1. Uh, so this starts around uh, 47 minutes into the movie and ends around 48 minutes, 45 seconds. Um, Jesse Ventura has just been brutally murdered <laughs> by the Predator. Whole blood through <laughs> his chest, flesh and blood everywhere. Brutal. It is brutal. Uh, Jesse Ventura might be a little racist. He spits on uh, Carweather's shoe at one point and then just looks at him and is like, hmm. He's definitely homophobic. He definitely is homophobic, and he definitely would have been at the State House, uh, or not the State House, the Capitol Building on January. <laughs> this is the State House. Um, Where was he? He's at the wrong sure place. Where racist. am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so when he, um, so after he's been brutally murdered by the Predator, Mac, who's played by Bill Duke, shows up, finds the body, and is like, what the fuck is this? Like, there's a hole in this man's chest. And then he looks up, and he sees, like, the silhouette of the Predator, and then the eyes flash yellow, and then Mac just fucking loses it, dude. Yeah. And he just starts yelling. He's like, Sergeant, who's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he starts, like, shooting his gun, and then his gun runs out of ammo. And then he picks up Jesse Ventura's minigun, and then he just starts shooting. Infinite ammo, dude. He had infinite ammo on for a little bit. Uh, Applesauce, And he was just going... All of, oh my god! My favorite part about that scene, though, um, oh well, my second favorite part about that scene is that everybody just comes rushing in to help, and they just start unloading their bullets too. They're like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna aim and shoot." <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Remind me of Nam. So they're blowing up the forest, and then after back shoot, Namo shoot. It's this very <laughs> loud scene, right? There's just guns going off. And then at the end of the scene, everyone's out of ammo, but Mac, who's the only one that's truly scared, is still holding the trigger. And the minigun, as it's spinning, is making a shepherd tone, which is that like eerie thing that you would hear in horror music, like that single note or like something like that. It's like you would see it in like Scream or Poltergeist. You, we'll you know play exactly it right now. Talking about. We'll play, yeah, we'll play one right now for you. there you go so that that is a shepherd tone <laughs> and uh what's so cool about that scene is that like you see mac is just covered in sweat just big beads of sweat on him and that uh that scene you know hearing the shepherd tone uh through the use of the minigun because then when he lets go of the trigger it stops but like it's mac is in you know at that scene everyone knows that mac is shook and then you as the audience member are there with them with the crew because like you are feeling his his tenseness, his eeriness, his fear is now being instilled onto you as the audience through the use of the shepherd tone. And it's a fucking beautiful scene. I'm getting chills just like thinking about it. It's like, I like when scenes are used to the full potential. And, like, I loved very, when you pointed that out scene. when we watched that too. That was really fucking, I was, yeah. I, cause I didn't even think of that when I was watching it. Very good scene. Yeah. Constructed Even the very cricket well. agrees. And the cricket was there. The cricket was watching it with yeah. us. He was like, bro, shit, my gotcha, dog. I was saying, telling it to Mike, but he didn't understand. So, all right. Well, Mike, I'm going to send it back to you for scene number three. Scene number three. I have got 
from uh, we've got from Predator One. It's uh, Cannon at Night. That's what I called it. Um, it's about an hour twenty-seven. Nick Cannon at Night. <laughs> Nick Cannon at Night. <laughs> Look at all these kids I have. I was like, that man got way too many kids to be allowed at night anymore. <laughs> Good for him. Six p.m. He got wrapped like, it up. I got a state-ordered vasectomy here. <laughs> he is the most fertile man. <laughs> oh my god. Um, hour twenty-seven, hour twenty-nine. It's the third act. Um, this is like the 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 end of the movie. Um, climax, culmination of everything. Like Arnold's like everyone's dead in his platoon. He's like, I'm ready to go, man. He just found out that this motherfucker can't see when there's like mud on him, so he's like taking full advantage of that. So what does he do? He starts a fire and he yells like a toddler in a fucking shoe store who doesn't want to be there anymore. And the predator's like. Bah! Oh, shit, dude, okay. So that's the lead-up to this. <laughs> but uh, the scene is, is like, essentially, the uh, he, he draws the Predator in, and um, uh, the, the Predator literally stalks right by Arnold because he's covered in mud and he doesn't see him, which is a very cool scene, too, because he's very, very close to him, and I really like that. That was very cool. Um, but he walks by him, and then... Very uh, cool, Kanye. <laughs> very cool. Very, very cool. <laughs> And then uh, Arnold swings on a vine like Tarzan to the other side of the jungle <laughs> to another tree and then hugs it real quick so he doesn't – and then the predator whips his head around. And he's like, what the fuck was that, man? And he's like, oh, it must have been nothing. So then Arnold like draws his bow back. <laughs> Arnold draws his bow back and then just lets that fucking uh, gasoline-filled arrow how I don't even know how he made that thing explosive, but he did. Uh, and then it explodes, uh, damaging uh, Predator's um, like targeting system. And then what ensues is probably one of the coolest scenes I've seen uh, uh, from one of those movies is uh, he just blindly starts firing a shoulder cannon into the forest, like just shooting everything, like sparks are flying. And then there's a part where it just like it's it's set up where it's like right across from a river, and it's almost like you can see the silhouette of the water on it too. But, like, Predator's standing on this log, and, like, you can just see the light, and, like, the sparks fly, and then, like, the, the forest just, there's a huge silhouette. And then that scene is followed by an extended version of the same scene, which, like, makes it, like, even fucking more grand. And uh, it's just very, very visually, uh, uh, makes you feel small, and, like, you get to see, like, the Predator is, like, you know... It does though. It's it's like it's a very like it's a big big scene. It's a very. Wide I know when we were shot. watching it the other day, you were like you should like you're like check out this scene. It is actually very cool. Like, yeah, the, it's like pitch black, right? Because they're in the jungle. Yeah, and then, and then like, it just lights up and everything's like, it, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, almost like it's a fireworks show. Literally, it's pitch black too, and then like you obviously see like Predator standing there, and it's obviously a fucking dummy, clearly. But um, yeah, I mean that that scene was uh, uh very very good in that uh when I rewatched it uh. I, I said it was like the sparks were falling like stars. Like it was very, uh, you know, just aesthetically pleasing. It was beautiful. I said. It was. <laughs> I fucking cried, man. Okay, and I'm not ashamed to say it, dude. I want all our listeners to know too. You can cry too during movies. It doesn't matter. Okay, I'll cry yeah. with you. Nah, you're brave, dude. Don't cry. Hell I'm yeah, fucking brave, bro. That's toxic, bro. Don't cry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for describing Nick Cannon at night. <laughs> we appreciate it. All right. So I will take scene number two. Mike and I both agreed that this was our favorite scene in the movie. I think that we both got – I think I was confused. I think Mike 
meant the second half of the scene, and I think I meant the first half of the scene. But fuck it, we're just gonna combine both scenes anyway and call it one big scene. Why did you say that oh, name? First off, I didn't say any names, Batman. <laughs> oh, Alright, <laughs> sit down. But our favorite scene in Prey was when the French colonists got fucked up. Let's go. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're just we're very happy about that scene. I agree. It doesn't have to be French particularly, but yes, King colonists get fucked up. Was yeah, that was that was our favorite scene. Uh, the reason why, so the the scene starts around fifty nine minutes and ends around an hour seven. Um, and what was cool about that scene is that uh, Naru and her brother Tabe are tied to a tree, and like that's where you really get like the apotheosis for Naru's journey. You know, the moment where she realizes what the whole journey has been about. Um, and the brother never comes outright and says to her, like, oh, you're a good hunter. But she's getting, like, very down on herself. There's a line uh, where the brother's like, this predator's coming. Like, he's going to kill us. And she's like, no, like, he's not actually going to kill us. When I was chained in the forest earlier, like, caught in a trap, it didn't want to fight me because it didn't see me as a threat. And her facial expressions are really good. And the way that she delivers the line is really good. And there's no, like... I don't know. There's no, like, spoon-feeding, right? Like, it's just, like, a very well-acted scene. And then the brother's like, do you know how I caught the lion? It's because of your plan. Like, your plan worked. It never calls her a good hunter, but just acknowledges the fact that, like, she has skills and, like, has what it takes to, like, actually follow through with her uh, her big hunt and to, um, you know, go through this, like, initiation ritual in their tribe. And then afterwards... So, again, that's just, like, a good scene. That's, like, one of the most important scenes in the movies. And then, like, as that's going on, the Predators is absolutely decimating French, white French colonists. And it's beautiful. Why does that get applause? What, the decimation of white French colonists? As the descendant of a French white colonist, I, I object. I think some of those guys were over there against their will because their family was Apple probably... Apple sauce, being... bitch. <laughs> Good argument, you know. I can't. Uh... There, you know, there we go. They were clearly English, by the way. That was some some dialect of English. <laughs> oh fuck you! <laughs> fuck you, audience. Do me if you want. Be wrapped it up. You done. So it doesn't get much better than that. A very well put together scene. Another just really good scene in the movie. Uh, Loved it. Not being spoon-fed drama, or like the fact that we're not spoon-fed spoon-fed themes in this movie, which and it's I a know. Disney movie, is like fucking shocking to me. It's like wait a second, that's Disney's mo. I think I think Hulu had more to do with that than Disney. Maybe. Well, twentieth century, not 20th Fox century, anymore. Twentieth yes, yeah. century. That's true. Um, and I will say though, this scene really highlights the fight sexualness. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Where like. <laughs> Uh, definitely, it was so, probably it was my favorite fight scene in the whole Predator franchise. I think. Yeah, and the way that technology is now, like you can get away. Yeah, with obviously. So yeah. much in making. Wait, did you just say that's your favorite yeah. scene in the Predator franchise? No, favorite LA fight is number scene. Two for us. Oh, okay. No uh -huh. fight scene, fight scene. <laughs> no, I do have a number one yeah. scene though. But we do no, have a number one scene. We do have a number. No, one that's scene. it for me. We do have a number one scene. Number one. So our favorite scene in this movie. Uh, it was actually from Predator, or not movie, but this uh, our favorite scene in this franchise comes from Predator 2. The scene starts around five minutes in the movie and ends about six minutes and 25 seconds into the movie. It's the inciting uh, incident. It's the inciting incident. It really is. It's what hooks you, baby. Hero, you know, uh, all that. Danny Glover shows up. There's a, Action a, a, a turf war in L.A. 
and there's two drug cartels shooting it out, and she's pop, 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 they have assault rifles, and then here comes Danny Glover with his magnum and scope on it, rolls up in a car, and it's like, I'm going to single-handedly Fuck solve the drug up. problem. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, <laughs> so he's, he's shooting, you know, he's providing by his own killing people. <laughs> yeah, by killing uh, <sighs> non-white drug dealers. And, um, with bandanas and denim jackets. <laughs> they did have denim jackets. It's the damn denim jacket gang. <laughs> get em. As these guys are running back into their warehouse to, to get more ammo or, or whatever, one of them gets shot in the arm, and that leads us to the scene. Mike, uh, I'll kick it over to you. I'll let you describe the scene to the audience. All right, so you have to understand, I haven't seen this movie in years, so when I watched it, I was blown away by it. But, so, our drug dealer, our hero... (laughs) (laughs) Our misunderstood protagonist, if you will. Our our Jesse Pinkman is injured, gravely injured. He's shot, he's bleeding from the arm, but the first thing he does is he grabs a huge mouthful of cocaine and snorts it. And then what does he does as a medic? <laughs> what does he do as a medical professional who dropped out of Harvard? I don't know how he went to Harvard and was a medical professional, but he rubs that coke all over his wound and then just goes back <laughs> out to war like a good soldier. <laughs> like I laughed so fucking hard when I saw that. It was the most absurd thing. I like you want to talk about quintessential '90s like just propaganda shit action movies like you don't have to have a brain you just watch it like <laughs> predator 2 all day baby it's all a handful day. of wow. two. it's like a bear claw full of cocaine just scoop yeah. oh dude it's <laughs> it's not even cocaine. like he doesn't even try to like take his jacket off to make sure it gets in the wound he's just like i got enough yeah, like it's I probably flying. got a couple hours left to live till i get shot like because everyone knows the best way to snort cocaine right. is by the handful directly in the, <laughs> in the face yeah Tony Montana. It's like, dude, he ate most of it. Like, yeah. Bobby Brown did fried chicken and cocaine once. Did he really? And so, did he? Yeah, he had so much <laughs> cocaine that he forgot it was cocaine, and he floured. <laughs> he fucking dude, that it is, cocaine. That's it's some the wet to the dry to the wet. Yeah. So yeah, so like, work. I, I want to personally taste some cocaine chicken, but I don't think you can go back. Can you? <laughs> that's can it. Did it ruin his deep fryer? I don't know. I don't have any answers, man. I feel like it might have been ruined before <laughs> that. Yeah, because I know if you pour water in a deep fryer, it next fucks episode it up. I can't we, imagine we what Bobby cocaine Brown. does <laughs> in studio. <laughs> Frying cocaine fried chicken. I am here for it. That's amazing. Hey! part about the the scene, uh, though, before you even see the guy do the coke, it's like what, the first guy runs in, like throws, literally just throws his gun. To yeah, I know, right? He doesn't assault the rifle anymore, <laughs> and then picks up. <laughs> Some other guy goes rushing past him and opens up a smaller case, Reload, what's that? Probably with more guns in it. And then this dude runs over, opens up a suitcase, rips out a handful of cocaine, snorts it, and then just pats it on his arm. It's like, all right, let's go out we there. We good, baby. Round eight. Wiping like he was getting hyped pants. up. Like he just got hyped up at a halftime fucking speech. Like they were losing. Like, God damn it, you're not going out like this. Here, coach, give me the coke. Let's do it. Why was like, like Eddie Guerrero in 2000? Just, <laughs> but it's weird because it's not like if, if if you snort it, it's gonna get you high this at the same rate that you would if you smacked it in your arms. It's it already goes right into your blood. What's it's no stop asking? What is he doing? Joe, are you this isn't like, are getting you an edible. A, like getting an edible? Are you a doctor slash uh, gang member? 
He's neither. Yeah, no, I have no standing. I'm sorry. Why are you winking? Don't question the genius of Why are you winking when you say that? Why are you winking when you say no? Shut up. I don't like to admit it on planes. The moment you're on a plane and they find out you're a gang member, everyone's behavior changes. It's that judgment, dude. <laughs> well, thanks to everyone for participating in I Seen That. You're welcome. Um, we took the hell out of it. Well, so Joe, I believe now is your time. We're talking about movie lines with Joe. Yeah, so uh, let's go over last week's lines here. Uh, once again, crazy lines that we had set here. Crazy things happened. We have it again. So the first thing that we uh, we were figuring out was how many times uh, because I don't like movies, I don't pretend to like movies, I don't like paying attention to movies. It's they're boring, they're passive. Joe's I hate anti move. I very much yeah. I don't I, I move around too much. I step on stage and girls move too much. Uh, so the first thing that we were gonna <laughs> gonna bet was how many times I would say I don't get it because I simply don't like paying attention to movies. Uh, so the actual amount in Shem, I think you actually remember because I forget. I, I kept a tally. You kept a tally? So what was the amount of times right. I said I don't get it? Three. Three. Really? All right, so. Ah, uh, fuck, I lost. The, uh, the line was, was set at four and a half. So <laughs> essentially anyone over five. I'm not so, good at math, but yeah. Mike was the only one right? who guessed it. Mike guessed it fuck right yeah, on the nose. Fuck yeah, baby. Fuck Mike? yeah, I'm a winner. Mike. This is better than Mario yeah, Kart. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sean said five. Shem said sex. I said it only three times. I did sex. So, what was? I did say sex. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I actually said a lot. I think we'll just do one hundred for that. So, Mike, you get a hundred units. Oh, whoops. Units. Uh, oh, even better than dollars. Yeah, that's units. Fine. You can <laughs> sell like units. Star Wars land at uh, Disney. So. Yeah, it's like that's like uh, this this multi. What, what are we doing? We're doing uh, mini transactions here on podcast. We're the first podcast to do <laughs> micro transactions. I love it. Goddamn right. Fucking hey. love it. So the uh, next line was going to be uh, how many times Sean brought up an '80s movie. Sean, when you were watching this, how many times did you? Because you didn't watch this with us. Did you watch it? Uh, no, I didn't watch it with us. But I got my technical stuff that I gotta bring out of the way. So I brought up the first Halloween movie at least twice, and I brought up <laughs> I brought up Aliens, which are both 1979. Oh, movies. so this doesn't even count. So they don't count for 80s movies. So if we take those out of it, it's only four. You said, only four. Four. You said four. Wow. There's only four. Only four. So the only four. The... If we if we wow. take those other four out, it's only four. We all lose. On this, because every uh, Mike, you had seven. The line was set at five and a half. Over under, simple over under at five and a half. Mike was so at there was seven. eight altogether. It would have been eight, but technically they're nineteen seventy nine. So a you any, know, that's anything why, to fuck me that's over. Why you lost. No, I got you. I got you. Vegas would have said you right. lost. Shem had nine and I had twelve. I'm fucking untouchable. Uh, well, y'all almost won. I just had hey, to be technical. I had to look up those years. <laughs> <laughs> so we shims down bad we right all now. We always lose hundred units on this one. Um, Fuck yeah! I made all of broke. I'm minus two hundred units, and I'm okay with that. All right, and the I'm last broke. one now. Uh, I broke even. I spent units to make units, baby. <laughs> there was so the line for is there an Arnold Schwarzenegger reference in this movie? Uh, yes, was plus one fifty. Minus no was minus one seventy five, so certainly I think the favorite here was that there wouldn't be. 
Uh, no was Mike and Shema. As both of you guys said, there would not be one. Sean and I both said yes, there would be. So Sean and I will Sean win I, 150 gonna, units. No, see, this is this is where you lose up. This is where you, what do you see. Mean? This is we have. We have specific. Yeah, there's there. Yeah, we, there you was specifically said in the last here. episode that it would be like a picture or a newspaper article, no. like a direct yes. reference. Yeah, yes. no, because Arnold. everybody no, knew no, that no, they were going to do some sort of reference to the first movie. I didn't lose. I won 100 credits. I'm broke, but I had 100. Why are you broke, boy? So mad? Yeah, there's multiple references. I wasn't first broke off. at one point. They have the. They don't bleed. They'll kill. You know the bleeds. The, yeah, about the but bloods. those are just those are yeah. outside of the story though. There's no, not like no, you know, no, okay. So, so listen. Things. Okay, so listen. The in Predators. An Easter egg. That's not a reference song. Oh, okay. the reference <laughs> thank you. Easter egg. Thank the thank you. Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. This reference is like man. Arnold was so fucking tight as the sergeant in Predator. Like if they said that, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. That's not. That's a reference to Arnold. I have the. I have the. This is my grandson Arnold. If you will, my grandson is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Negger. May I please present but, Exhibit A listen, here? This is from last Predators, week. Hold on. in the movie Predators. In don't the movie don't Predators. talk your way out of this. Get out of here. Listen, in the movie Predators, they directly reference those six fucking people that died in the first movie. I didn't that see the Blair Witch reference. Project. I don't care. That is a reference. <laughs> you All saw right. the Blair Witch Project too, though. Oh, that was that was good. <laughs> this is the evidence. This is Exhibit A from last week's episode. This was the circumstances on you know on this line here. All right, so so a reference, an Arnold's reference, or to his character, or which could even be a picture, like our newspaper clipping on a wall, anything, 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 <laughs> anything. anything, literally anything. That's bullshit. There was multiple. That's you even not... pointed out like the crawling in the mud, the crawling in my skin, anything. Uh, the jury is out. Not... Sean, what do you think? No. Sean gets final say. What's your opinion, Sean? Why does Sean well, get Sean the final won. say? Sean won, so Sean's biased. You just said Sean won. Yeah, of so course he's biased. Take that. All right. Yeah, Thank Joe you. If anyone should be deciding, it should be Joe. It should be me. Joe just always. Yeah. Yeah. I defer. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I get no. to decide, I get to defer. So I defer to Sean. Broke boys are broke boys. See, I lost. Beer so is on. Like, well, beer is actually only on Sean. when the man keeps you down. That's fucked. Shem is the only hey, one here who's hey, buying my beer. Name, my name is Tabe, and this trailer was used by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but that would have been okay. That hey, been there was horses <laughs> in <laughs> Prey, too, and I'm pretty sure there was a horse in Predator. So yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. was, you know, because, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's also grass at one point. Oh, there's point. also Predators. There's the Predator okay. alien. Oh, Get my God. But wow. you saw him. You said he was a Predator, wow. so it's not Dude, Predator 1 reference Predator 2 and Predators. That's crazy. Everything. By the way, wow. before uh, yeah, everything was a reference. Oh, cool. Got it. <laughs> before uh, we get, of course, that's why you guys. The line is so fucking positive for everything you guys. Everything is a reference, and also nothing is a reference. I don't know why you wouldn't take the over on that. Welcome then, if the line was so favorable, the multiverse. Yeah. By the way, anything. Literally, you said anything. I wanted to say this. Did not care for the movie. I think it was a typical bait and switch. The movie is about prey. Not one mention of God. Not one person trying to speak to a higher. Godlike power. It was a disgrace at best to call the movie Prey. It should have been called Not Prey, and that would have made more sense. This just didn't make any sense. So, uh, that mm. being said, uh, WWJD. Uh, yeah, Sean. 
Obviously, unless you'd like to do the intro. Do we have lines for our next movie? Oh, yeah. So that's right. <laughs> Thank oh. you. So we watched the movie Got already. So I think there's a couple lines that we came up with. Thank you, watching producer for Sean. Sean, you're the only one here who has a chance to earn or lose money. So um, let's go. Yeah. Our next movie will be The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, starring Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal. Amazing. Amazing movie. You like Pedro. That, you nailed Mandy. that. Okay, that's good. Okay, so so what are the lines? Uh, the lines for this weekend. Let me make sure I turn my soundboard off here, so I don't spam pizza time. Uh, so how many times no. are we going to see a close-up of Arnold's face? I'm sorry, of Arnold's face. Arnold's face? <laughs> I hope none. Close-ups of Bruce. <laughs> see, like I feel like we already know this because we've watched it. So close-ups of of Bruce of, of Bruce Willis's like face. <laughs> None. What's my line? You gotta give me a line. Uh, well, it's it's a it's a yes or no. It's a yes or no. Well, wait a second. That's not how it works. It's an over under. Who's the name of the actor? Jack Nicholas Cage. How many times are we gonna get a close up of Jack Nicholas Cage driving a car making funny faces? Oh, oh, tell me. I just got oh, wait, I just set the line. No Four and a half. Mind. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Shit, I'm sitting here. You're the worst gambler like, ever, and I don't gamble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up. Damn. Hey, did right, you owe right, me right. money this week? This is Joe. You, you said the line is four and a half? Four and a half. Mike, look at me. Look at me, Mike. Look at me. Look at me. Say four and a half. Four and a half. I'm going to go under. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> My poker face is too good. <laughs> I feel like that's the only line I really have for this movie. I didn't have to come up with anything else. I mean, there's other lines you could come up with. There's plenty of lines. I don't think any of them are worth it. Um, did you like the movie? I don't know. This is I, here's no. That's that's not a line. Okay, here I got one, uh, and this is just a simple yes or no, right? Uh, so there's no like overs or unders here. Um, will the movie break the fourth wall? Yes. You're gonna take yes. I'm gonna take yes. Easy one. Yeah, I think yes. Would also be. I would say that's probably minus two twenty. Plus one eighty for the. I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna say no because I honestly don't remember because I was really ripped when I watched it. I don't remember there being a fourth wall break. So. Wow. Say four and a half, Mike. Four and a half. <laughs> four and a half. <laughs> Mike. <Okay. laughs> uh, I guess because it's a Hollywood movie, we could just do how many black people are in this movie. That's Ooh. a good one. Uh, Mike, you said this one. Mike is good at this. <laughs> Two and a half? You think that's appropriate? It gotta be. It gotta be three. Like I feel like I'll take that over now. I gotta be three. You're taking the over. Mike ain't giving me a limit. He ain't giving me a line yet. He's thinking. He's counting right now. Two and a half. It, it can't be yeah, two. Be... It can't. I was like, yeah. He can't give me a push. <laughs> two and a quarter. Fuck that one mixed kid who's a couple generations. All right, all right, all right. My granddaddy was black. God yeah, damn. That one guy, okay. I wish I could remember. There's like no one and a half or two It's and literally Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal. For the majority of the movie, yeah. They have a lot of screen time together. Um, Are you taking the over still? Oh, it's still two and a half or one and a half? Two and a quarter. One and a half. Two and a quarter. God damn it. Then, yes, I'll take over two and a quarter. Okay. I feel like I get what, it, what? even if they're just like, you know, they're just in the background, extras, right? I still get it if they're an extra. What's the line yeah. that Nick Cage says, bees, 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 or the the bees, <laughs> bees, knees? I got the beesies. I don't know no, what the fucking the line is. 
Whatever the lion is from the not wicker the man. Bees. It's not the bees, bro. Dude, fuck the bees. I don't care what the bees say. Whatever the lion is from wicker man. Sean, if you were to take a guess at how many black people would be in the movie, just for just for uh uh just for shits and gigs. Yeah, we'll give you an extra two hundred if you get it right. Alright, alright. Oh man, I can I get a plus one or two? I want a plus one or, or minus one. Like I get it close. Like if I say five, but it's four, I don't want to be fucked. Uh, no, because we're getting you two hundred extra units here for you to spend it to right, spend right. it anywhere where they're accepted. What if we give you a half on either side? Yeah, so you say four okay. and a half. You know, and there's five, that's okay. <laughs> but if there's four, that's also okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. Do I gotta add up like fucking mixed people? Do no. I need like two mixed people to make a full black person? Okay. No. All right, all right. That's good. Because I was gonna be like, damn. But if like someone hard. walks around there like David go. Ortiz, that does count. Yes. Okay. Fuck yeah. All right. I want. What if? T what about Tony Cox? What? I think. I think that counts. I'm. I'm counting. I don't know who that is. He's, Mike, don't, don't give any black. answers away, Mike. Oh, I'm, I right. won't. <laughs> All right. Final answer. Wait, Mike, look at me. Mike, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm not looking at you. you can't. <laughs> Mike, no. Fuck. Four. four. I'm going four. He didn't look. Four and a half. Four, four and a half. half my four. bad. Mike didn't look at me in time, you piece of shit. <laughs> so you think there's going to be at around four and a half black people in this movie? Is what around I four and a <laughs> half black people, you know? And the fact that y'all laughing does not give me the greatest confidence <laughs> in my pick. <laughs> I'll be sitting down tallying one black person at 29 minutes and 32 seconds. <laughs> I'm a Tom Simpson, this bitch. So now it's time for an honest minute with Sean. An honest minute with Sean. All right, Sean, tell us what you got. Hit us with it. This one is, uh, like, I enjoyed this movie. I have a lovely fucking, like, discussion about Disney. So Disney owns half the world at this point, media-wise, right? They own Pixar. They own Lucas Films. They own shit, uh, uh, Marvel and all that shit. So they have a bunch of shit they own. Why, oh, why did they rename Fox? Why is Fox the only thing they have renamed? Why the fuck <laughs> did they go from 20th Century Fox to 20th Century and it's a Searchlight Films? What the fuck did Fox do to Disney <laughs> to get them off of it? It's not like, like you know, Pixar wasn't. I like, I know, like they were like a competitor at one point, but it wasn't like Pixar and Disney were too chummy, chummy before they bought them. Like they were also a rival, but they didn't rename anyone else. This was just like a petty fuck you to those guys. They're like and the I snare think, drum is all that's important. Yeah, they like <laughs> fuck you. It's like. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't give us X-Men, and now we renamed you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Don't get like, it's the one thing they wouldn't fucking let keep his name. It was petty as hell. Like, Disney owns way too much to, for this to be the only single thing that they got. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wait till it's they like buy Sony I... and call him Sonya after. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was crazy to me, and I don't—I just don't get it. I don't know why they did it. I think it's fucking 
funny as hell that they were like this one like every other thing it was like okay like you see the disney properties they own and fox is gonna be the only one without with a different name look what the fuck is a searchlight films why the fuck wasn't it 20th century fox like, like nope fuck them a, a film should stand out you shouldn't need a searchlight to find a good movie. <laughs> 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 it makes no sense so since i couldn't rant about this movie how dumb it was I ran about the pettiness of Disney, yeah. and that was an honest minute. Should Sean. it be Spotlight Films or something like that? Anything, anything. We're searching for something, <laughs> anything original, <laughs> anything. There's, they're searching for why they give a fuck about them. It's like fuck Fox, and also reboot Nightmare on Elm Street. Hashtag bring it back. Hashtag bring it back. <laughs> Hell yeah. I respect that. I'm down for a Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. I'd be okay with that. Thank you. Everybody else, Horror Chucky movie got reboots a TV show. Yeah, Chucky got a TV show. Halloween has keep going. Fucking, they just brought Has back Predator with Prey. Yeah, Halloween Kills, Halloween, Halloween Ends. Animaniacs. Bring my guy back. Animaniacs got to come back. King of the Hill's coming back. Bring. No, it was Beavis and Butthead, right? Yeah. Rama's coming back. Really? For the for the 12th yeah, time? to Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, yo, did they get got canceled. Really did they should. get Bender back? They had to sign up. I think he finally came back, yeah. Interesting. All right. With all this other old shit coming back, I can't get Nightmare back? Give me Nightmare before Robert England dies. Getting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, too. True that. That's we got true. Shredder's Revenge! <laughs> we got Sting <laughs> back! He's in the AEW! <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> She's a married woman! <laughs> well, everyone, it's that time of the night. It's the final segment of the show. <laughs> so, now it's time for the NTIP Prey Awards Show Ceremony Thang. The NTIP Awards. All right, so Mike, give us your award. All right, I'm going to kick it off with my award. Um, the Predator 2 Drug Abuse Award goes to Naru for using flour <laughs> as a depressant um, <laughs> and managing to save that guy for like a whole 30 seconds and, and realizing that, yeah, if I eat this flour, I could probably stay invisible from the Predator. Um, I did like the flour scene, though. I really liked that she used that and it came back. And uh... Wait, the flour makes her invisible? No, it Who's slows her blood? heart rate, Who's so Predator... Blood? can't uh, uh see her because yeah i missed that <laughs> yeah so the, and that's why i had a problem with the mud because like the mud didn't even really do anything except trap no, the predator. mud when so, she found yeah. the mud which is like oh look she's the mud like arnold but it's like it doesn't do anything which is a reference let's go it's, a, it's not a reference. <laughs> something we're not going we're, yeah we're it's something so therefore anything, anything. Yep. it's yep. okay to be wrong Shepard when that guy that. was taking a shit, he's like, I gotta go drop a log or whatever it was. That was also a reference to Arnold because of how shit his career became. <laughs> anyway, boom. Alright, let's move on. You got any other awards, Mike? Arnold's out here catching strays, man. He can do anything. Uh, I had a runner-up the, uh, <laughs> the Revenant, or, or uh, well, uh, we renamed it the Leo Did It First Award uh, uh, when the bear oh, yeah. died. <laughs> That's a nice callback. It's a nice callback yeah. to a past movie. It is. It's a nod. Yeah. He's, they, Shouldn't have gotten the war for that movie. If anybody's going to say it, I got you. 
That movie was trash. Revenant? Fuck, and Leo should not have gotten an Oscar for that, that movie. That movie was boring Awful as fuck. Watch. Jesus Christ. I fell asleep on that shit, and I wasn't even high. I, I just see, I fell love asleep that on that movie. shit. I, I like that movie. You are fucking wrong, Mike. That was a Woods documentary. That was cool. But was I'll give you this. <laughs> Don't get attacked by bears. And do not go in the woods with Tom Hardy with your son, ever. Do not go hunting with Tom Hardy. I don't even remember what oh, happens dude. in that movie. He eats like a tongue and then all, I don't know. It's like Dances with Wolves. Yeah, he does. Dude, the guy he kills his son ground. and then fucking kills him and then he goes to get revenge. Like, how do you yeah. not remember what happened? No, no. They had that he whole one-shot scene of the fucking fight. Like, that was great. It what wasn't are you good. talking about? No, I, didn't I gotta run it. that I back because I don't remember that scene. All right, scene. listen. Everything was just I'll give you this, though. Leo should have won for What's Eating Gilbert Great. Yes. Or Django. As a supporting actor, Django, Fuck yes. No. What? Chris, Christoph Waltz would have won any, any of Fuck that oh, shit. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna give Samuel Jackson the fucking uh, uh, award in that one for fair. yeah. So fuck, nah, he can't get it. That's fair. Also fair. All right. But that was a terrible movie. Any other awards, Mike? Joe's not producing. Joe's now talking. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna slide. I'm gonna slide back in. Gotta get my airtime. Yeah. All right. So, Sean, I feel like you got some dicey awards. Okay. Well, I have to retire the coveted Sam Bradford Award because, A, we couldn't get the budget for this movie. I don't know if anybody was grossly unpaid, but I very much liked everybody who was in this movie for more than, like, five seconds. So, yeah. I won't give anyone a Sam Bradford, but it's coming back next week, baby. Watch out. Watch out for it. But first, we're going to start with the Mary Sue Award. And that award goes to Ray, put last name, but I won't say Skywalker because she's not a fucking Skywalker. That's right. Hell anything, yeah, brother. She's a Palpatine. Ray Palpatine. I'll say it. I'll fight the Star Wars fans. It's going to hurt because in this one, we watched the lady who was, she was the main hero. She was a heroine, as many would call her. Not heroine, heroine, you know, literally, literally yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, there we go. But <laughs> she actually, we saw her go through some fucking trial and tribulations. Like she wanted to do something and we saw her fail. We saw her take L's. We saw her learn and adapt like any good hero is supposed to do. But Ray, what last name doesn't count at this point. Ray, Ray Star Wars as we want to call it. Ray Star Wars. <laughs> Motherfucker picked up a lightsaber for the first time and beat Kylo Ren's ass. Like immediately beat <laughs> Kylo Ren's ass. Who just yep. got? Who just took a couple hits from fucking Finn? Who used to be a fucking stormtrooper? You know we know they can't hit shit, so they bitched him out. But the moral story is, she was a Mary Sue. Everything just came easy to her. Terribly written, and they wondered why the fan base turned on her. <laughs> and we can even bring Captain. We can bring Captain Marvel in here. Let's bring in other things that Disney has that are supposed to be female led. And she is was born as hell. I fell asleep yeah. on that movie. I was a little high and a little drunk. But I remember Shim giving me his review when I awoke one day. Standing <laughs> over you, like, explaining. Yo. Well, the thing with the movie. Sean, wake up. You're on my couch. <laughs> You've been here two weeks, man. He was like, come on, bro. You got to go to work. Captain Marvel, that's like, two yeah. months ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took me until, what, 2020? I watched it during the pandemic. And I was like, damn. She, like, Shim was like, she doesn't really change facial impressions <laughs> that whole movie. And she, she really changed facial impressions that whole yeah. room. It was crazy. Gina she was literally like the lead from Alien vs. Predator. facial impressions more. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Gina's top character. It's true. <laughs> 
Brie Larson, Gina. There we go, She's baby. The queen. You heard it here first. The queen for a reason. <laughs> I love me. I love me some Brie. She's named after cheese. You can't beat it. <laughs> but you can Yo, eat it. Ayo. Hey, Bless that. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna bring in another award that I didn't even tell Joe about. So, haha, ha, trying to find him for oh, this shit. piece Fuck of it. shit. We're going Last live. minute, baby. This is we're what doing we're it doing. Live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call this the Big Ben slash Peyton Manning Award. Oh, Can anybody okay. guess what that means? Don't worry, I put Peyton oh, Manning yeah. in there, so you didn't think uh, if I was said slash Deshaun Watson, you would have knew where it was going. But I said Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. HGH. Yeah. It has something to do with big ass foreheads ah. and staying in the game too long. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we're gonna give it to Naru's brother, who I can't remember his name right now. But it was a moment. Talbe. Talbe. I must said little at bear. At the end, right before he got his ass why, smoked. A little bear, like the Disney movie, also yeah. a Disney movie. Yeah. About a brother. So yeah. I, I dude, I don't know why. <laughs> You know, his name is, you know, his last name's Bear. Wasn't mm. Little Bear the TV show? His real name is Dakota Beaver. No, it was a movie. Fuck! Brother, Brother Bear is the movie I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're Bear. right. <laughs> now I have to be confused with Little, little Bill. Bear's the, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, when did <laughs> little Bill. Yeah, it's true. I could have <laughs> said Little Bill. That would have been worse. <laughs> Yeah, it would've been cool. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Little Bill Cosby. Well, we can't bring up Bill Cosby stuff anymore. We have to. We gotta take the pudding pop and put it back in the fridge. That's true. It's dangerous. All right, Shashan, what were you saying about uh, Dakota Beaver's character, Tabe? Tabe, it's a, it's a scene in there right before he gets his ass smoked where he's like, or Naru's like, hey, yo, uh, we should run, basically. Like, after all of the movie where she's been trying to hunt it down, fight it, she finally saw it destroy these French people, destroy this bear. She's like, you know what? I'm going to take the L on this one. Let's go back to the village. We good. And he says, no. He's a warrior. He got to fight. Peyton Manning, Big Ben, <laughs> both came back those last years. They got to fight. They got to play. They didn't even have Couldn't to. throw the ball more. They didn't have to. They did, They literally didn't have to. That's the same point as that one. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, you good? They could have been you running away when they were smoking all them Frenchmen. Like, Come on. They've been they were already hurt. Yeah. They were hurt. Predator does not fight hurt things if he didn't do it because he's He's hunting for sports, so he's Fight fighting sexual. big game. You know what? That could be come, that could yeah. I mean, well, that could come back to them being a little bit of fight sexual, like a yeah. little bit of their hubris. So, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, yeah. he had that hubris, yeah. so they could. Peyton Manning couldn't throw the ball more than three yards down the field. No, so big sad Ben last year. was was on a flat tire yeah. the whole season. I remember watching him sack himself because he just failed one day. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> my so, brain didn't tell my legs to move right. <laughs> And I so not they trip, get this, coach. They get this new award that we are so happy to honor. So since we couldn't give the Sam Bradford award, I had to give something else. So, right. Bay, come to the front. Thank you, Dakota Beavers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, by the Jim. way, it was fantastic. Oh, fantastic! That was his first movie. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to him. Did a really good Very job. Well done. Really good chemistry with uh, Amanda yeah. Thunder. Or Everyone was great. <laughs> Yeah, everyone was solid in this movie. Loved them. <laughs> All right, Joe, and your awards. So I have just the one award this week, of course, uh, in honor of my heritage, my people, and my people's struggle. Um, I have the Tony Danzo Award. Would you uh, like a cheese sandwich? Yeah, I'm really into this. You know, my fingers are starting to wrinkle. <laughs> when you're gonna explode? 
It's going to Mama this week. The, tr- the Mama of Nar- uh, of Naru and uh, uh, ah, and underrated Bear. character. Yeah, she gets it because this is the first <laughs> time she's had to deal with white people fucking up her tribe shit, and this is it's gonna happen a lot more. So she just it's no, only gonna get worse. It's yeah, yeah it's just the beginning. I like how they leave it with a happy ending, and then they don't. <laughs> they go read some history books, kids. Like, yeah, it's gonna, it's it gonna, doesn't end that happily. You just wait until seventeen twenty one. Yeah, you thought the predator was bad. Wait till you just get smallpox. Yeah. You know how they say it's gonna get worse before it gets better. It's gonna get a lot fucking worse. Don't worry, you get some casinos at some point. Yeah, so this goes. That's when it gets her. better. She's, it's about to get really bad for her. And she honestly, the thing with, that was crazy about that movie is like everyone's surprisingly pretty stoked at the end of that movie, even though a lot of bad stuff happened. I was expecting still more of it, and it was a little somber the ending. But uh, a lot of people died on that hunting trip. Like, yeah, most of their men that hunted got killed. Like yeah. they, like half their village they, got I, off. Yeah, but they got yeah, Naru now, Naru. so they don't need yeah. men. Yeah. But she also, we didn't actually see her kill any actual thing they would eat. <laughs> it was just like, ah. Oh, she killed some rabbits. Eat. Yeah, for her. You're right. Off screen, though. Yeah, it was off How screen. How do we know so she, we she killed So rabbits. we don't even know she killed yeah. them. That's right. She could have just found she them. Found she found those dead ass rabbits. Yeah. They're like, did you bring the, the body back? It. Like, what? The body? What are we going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I got this oh, head here. Head They're like, oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Glad we have the head. We'll fucking hang it up. I wanted space meat, goddammit. Get get some fucking berries or a rabbit. Get back out there. <laughs> you imagine them roasting a predator? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be like four hundred pounds, right? That's just like <laughs> that thing's not small. <laughs> He's fucking massive. She's just dragging him back. <laughs> they had the dog. The dog could have helped. <laughs> the bullshit. That dog was like a fucking collie. Like, okay. there's no way. Well, it was. That was the equivalent of a French poodle in the fucking open prairie. Okay. She could have butchered <laughs> it though. She could have butchered, you know, like the the, the dog. No, well, if she was really no. hungry, if times get that bad. Yeah, I guess so. No, Tom. <laughs> oh, that's the first thing I said. I'm like, when I saw the dog, I was like, if this dog dies, this movie's fucked for me. Now they know better than that, and they were trying like to not go like like we're not going to be so woke where you just kill white people. They're going to have to be French. That's the only way we get by with this, before, unless yeah. we get called. I don't get why you get out. Like I don't. That's fucked. Like, I mean, think about, right? think about yeah, it. Italians. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. The ones that weren't talking were probably Italian. So. They didn't make it over yet. No, they're still throwing around pasta. You don't know that, dude. You weren't there. Exactly. My family was still in Italy. We didn't make it over for another two years. We're going to take historical accuracy into effect in a fucking Predator movie? Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, because then they could have just had, like, other aliens in this movie instead of, like, Native Americans. They could have just made, like, a Predator going to an alien planet fighting aliens. But they would never do an alien and Predator movie together because that would be terrible. I want Predator to go to Italy in the next movie. I just want to see him off Mario. Oh, yo, yo, no, yeah, I not said it. Mario. I said it. The predator comes like, oh, what are you doing? Hey, hey, what is this? What is this? I know it would be funny to watch a predator punch a hole through, like have him punch a hole through a lady's like chest, and they'd be like, oh no, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> Could you imagine him like trying to mimic the voices? <laughs> <laughs> hey! 
It's, it's, it's a is, trap. That's actually the that's, next Predator movie. That is what happens. They assimilate into the Italian culture, and that's how you get modern-day Italians is from the Predator. <laughs> In case you guys it's like, wait, that. I think yeah. Antonio's in trouble. That's not Antonio. It's a trap. <laughs> hey! Oh, let's get hey. here. I'm, I'm hunting here. I'm trying to get my hunt on. <laughs> Help me, hey! All I can think of is like Predator when Danny Trejo dies and they use him as bait and they're using his, his fucking voice. It's like instead of just being like, hey, help <laughs> oh. me. Oh. Oh. Shem, yeah, anyway, what you got for your awards? Great segue. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Great segue. I've just been sitting here. I was like, Joe's back, baby. Oh. <laughs> My awards, I have two. Uh, my first one is the Stick Around Award. Stick Around. Uh, thank you, Arnold. Uh, I want to give that. I want to give that to director uh, Dan Trachtenberg um, because I like that movie. Uh, there was one. Yeah, I, I, there was a lot of really good shots in the movie. Uh, the cinematography was really good. There was one scene of just like unnecessary lens flare that bothered me, but other than that, it was fine. Like I don't understand why we needed. Um, that lens flare. I'm sure there's some fucking like I like JJ Abrams, so I'm gonna use some lens flare, and it's like that's fine. Um, yeah, unnecessary. Um, but then my second award is um going to the Predator, and it's called the Let's Bash Award. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Mark. I'm giving it to the Predator, because after the Predator gets fucked up by the French colonists, he's totally taking steroids. He's just shooting himself up with fucking steroids, alien steroids, to go hunt down the rest of the Native Americans. So in honor of Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire and the Bash Brothers, this one <laughs> the goes Jose out. Canseco and Mark McGuire Award. Yeah, the, the Les Bash yes. Award. Bash Brothers. We that's always good... love Mark McGuire. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. Um, I would give this movie... A, uh, I'd give it a five and a half out of seven. Wow. Solid. Yeah, that might be one of the movie. best uh, so far. I think so. Uh, Sean? I'm going to give it my best non-Halloween movie score with a, a solid 5.84. What's that? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's tough. That's a lot of numbers. Because I, I was going to go 5.8 too. <laughs> <laughs> like 5.82 or 5.8 also no no yeah, yeah i was just gonna do 5.8 but like i don't want to okay. do it now because he has it so or they have it then uh i'll do 5.76 and three flaming hot cheetos because Ooh, that shit was oh, fire shit right. i did okay loved it damn Very that well bitch movie mm-hmm Probably one of the best uh, reboots I've seen in a while. Well, not even a reboot, but uh, a requel. Yeah, yeah. After Halloween and Halloween Kills, it's it's up there, man. I okay. I didn't see. Let it burn. (laughs) (laughs) This movie, I was gonna give a seven, perfect score, but then I got upset about the whole praying thing, so I had to give it a six. (laughs) But if not for this movie being made, I would not have. I never would have seen the scene of the from Predator Two where the guy puts the cocaine, grabs a, a handful of cocaine, sniffs it, and then throws the rest in it, <laughs> a wound in his open arm, and then just goes fucks off. <laughs> so it gets a seven still. 
Oh, God, we've all been there. It's a perfect score. It's a set of another movie. Yeah, exactly. It's a perfect movie. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, guys, for sticking uh, sticking around, and thanks to the listeners. Stick around. You for, <laughs> for being here with us. Uh, tune in next time where we're going to talk about the unbearable weight of massive talent starring Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal. Not the bees! And you can catch us at the same pod time, same pod channel. Yeah.